creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Tammy Wynn. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of The Lightning Rod. So today's lightning question is, what does it mean to rebrand and should I rebrand? So this is a big deal. We rebranded twice, I think, as a company. We started two years ago, going on to year three, and we rebranded twice. So you're probably thinking like, oh, you guys must not have it together. That's why you have to keep rebranding. Not necessarily, and that's why we're here to talk about it today. So rebranding is often mistaken as completely changing, and that may not be the case at all. There's three tiers to rebranding that I think are common, and the three are refreshing, renewing, and redirection. So let's talk about redirection. A brand can rebrand when they no longer align with the original company standards. So say that you started off like with a certain amount of standards like A, B, and C, and you no longer do those three things anymore, then it's time to redirection your brand. So basically you would have to rebrand it. Um, I know a prime example of this is a studio here in Atlanta that I followed for some time. They used to be two separate entities and then they end up combining forces to be one entity. And that's basically redirection. The two owners have lived together and they're their family, but they realize like, why should we be two separate entities? We work together. We practically pay rent together in terms of the office. Our clients know each other. Like it's literally the same client back and forth. I don't want to go into too much detail in terms of what they do, but they basically joined forces and became one studio together. And that just, you know, it, I think it really helped them because now it's more consistent all the way across the board. So that redirection was really good for them. The second thing is refreshing. A brand can rebrand just to update and keep up with the times in terms of design so that it's viewed as an active business. A good example of this is if you happen to Google Apple's first logo, like ever, it was to me, in my design opinion, the most hideous thing in the world. But I mean, like for for what it was at the time, it was probably good. Think about it. If, you, if you're Googling Apple's first logo right now, would you buy that today? That bulky design, it's like super detailed, all that stuff. Would you buy that if it was like on your laptop, your phone, and your iPad? So say, so say you're someone like me who has mainly Apple product and that logo is on everything. Would you be intrigued to buy it at all? You may not be. I mean, like, I think the aesthetic of it, it looks kind of cool for what it is alone. But to represent Apple as in today's time of Apple, I don't think it would do too well. Like, overall, it just doesn't represent what they are today. I think that new, that sleek looking Apple with the, the bite in it, I think it suits them. And it's iconic almost to where people recognize it everywhere. I don't even know if people know that Apple had a very first logo that was like crazy detailed. I don't don't think people know that. So if I taught you that today, great. (laughs) But again, a brand can rebrand just to keep up with the times in terms of their design. It helps them look like an active business. And that's what you want to be. If you're constantly making money and you're still an active business, it needs to show. Keeping the same logo over time is almost boring. It's like you're seeing the same thing over and over and over you wouldn't want your customers to be bored for sure. And then the third thing, which is a little bit similar, 
the concept of renewing. A brand can update its branding assets, its colors, and its logos to reflect and celebrate new company changes. So for example, I'm trying to think of a good example without using Apple again, <laughs> but Apple basically had to update its colors, its logo. So you used to have actually a rainbow logo, which would be, I mean, pretty cool right now, but it updated that because that no longer aligned with them. So they renewed it by making it into like a, I think it was like a bluish, silverish apple. And then it became a flat design as of like recently, uh, not recently, but as of today, it's, it's recent. As of today, its logo has been more flat is what I'm trying to say. So updating that kind of stuff is not anything to be ashamed of. I think it's important to update your logos and colors to reflect, you know, when when your company changes or it's making a transition into something else. Um, so say that if you sell just candles on the side and then now you're suddenly selling, I don't know what goes well with candles, maybe like essential oils. Maybe if your logo in the beginning had candles on it or a candle in it, the essential oils do not translate into that new design or into that that logo name. So say like your business name is I Make Candles and then you have a candle in it. And then now you're transitioning like three years down the road of business, you're making essential oils. It just doesn't fit, if that makes sense. I'm trying to paint it visually for you. But if I were to see that like online, say that you're a really good, like you, you get a lot of reviews, etc. And I look online, I'm like, oh, you make candles, cool. But I, I was really looking for essential oils. There's a potential there that I would click off just because it doesn't seem like you make it, even though you do make it. And it could be really good essential oils. So updating that logo, even if it just means like taking out the candle or adding an essential oil bottle into it or changing the slogan or the, the subtext underneath the logo name or the brand name to be like candles and essential oils, something of that sort. Those are important updates to make because you change as a person. So your business is also going to change. So with those changes, you need to make changes accordingly in terms of brand image. And I just wanted to close it off today with a simple little note that it's common, very common for brands to rebrand, no matter if it's because you want to renew, refresh, or redirection, it doesn't matter. Brands often rebrand because there is a purpose behind it. It's not because we got tired of that company, so we're we're going to rebrand. If that's your reason to rebrand, that's a really bad reason to rebrand, so don't do that. My suggestion in order to know when it's time to rebrand is to really sit back, really evaluate your business, really see like, is it necessary for us to rebrand right now? Can like, for example, the candle situation, yes, that would be super necessary for you to rebrand. What I had rebrand the minute that I started making essential oils, maybe not. Maybe I wanted to keep selling the candles as my primary and then throw in the essential oils as in like a bonus or like, here's something that we're testing. Uh, let us know what you think, etc. If it pops off really well, that's when you should make the necessary changes. But that very first year, I want to say of everything, everyone feels like they're getting bored of their own brand. So especially if like you're a startup like us, um, that very first year, we were so bored of it. <laughs> like, how, how can we change things? We want to change everything. But it was so important to keep that consistent for at least a year so that people recognize the name itself. And then once people started recognizing the name, I felt like it was okay. Okay, now we can update something. So just to bring you through our journey a little bit. When we first started off the creative folks, we had the lettering, which we still have today. So we, we use that same lettering, no changes whatsoever. 
from 2018 up until now. I think in 2018, we didn't really have like any signature look or anything that we felt represented us. So in 20, uh, 2019, we decided to add a cloud. And that cloud is also a geometric shape cloud. So you'll see it like everywhere plastered on all of our marketing material. We started to add that. And then this year, we decided to not do any changes to that logo. We like how it is. It's just adding it to more marketing material and also changing everything over to white. So in 2018, when we changed into that color logo, we felt like it sat the best on black background. So we made everything black from our business cards to everything. I think I'm getting my timeline wrong, actually. I think in 2018, well, when, in 2018, when we started, it was just like the lettering logo. In 2019, so sorry if I just confused you, but in 2019, we added the color cloud on a black background. So now in 2020, um, we've completely wiped it and it's going to be on white. So everything from our newsletters to our website, even marketing collateral, we're doing our best to make sure it's plastered on white just because we want it to be a little bit more clean. And we thought that the black was a lot to deal with because when we started printing on stuff, it was just kind of like, oh, we have to keep it black because the website's black. Now that the website's white, it helps in terms of making it easier for us to to brand things because white is a more simple color to work with versus like black is a little bit more heavy on the darker side. So having the black is a little bit hard to brand with, but I'm getting along with it. <laughs> I just wanted to share that. If you have any questions that you would like us to answer in regards to branding, marketing, personal issues, freelance life, client life, whatever, let us know. Let's talk at the which is L E T S T A L K at thecreativefolks.org. Thanks, you guys. See you in the next episode. Let's hustle. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by The Creative Folks.